my lovelies and welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of debris this is season one episode 12 it's almost over and there's no renewal in sight at the current moment so this is the appropriate time in which all anxieties and (laughs) meltdowns are appropriate so um it's sad that this is the penultimate episode. Um, I hope it gets renewed for a second season. I think that the support is there. I think it at least warrants one more. And uh, that's where I'll leave it for now. This episode, A Message from Ground Control, was directed by Brad Anderson, written by Glenn Whiteman. Or is it Whitman? I think it is Whitman, and I spelled it incorrectly in my notes. And Kyle Learman. I gave this episode an 8.9 out of 10. I wanted to like it a lot more, especially since there was a little bit of, what's the word, hype around this particular episode, but that's why I also despise hype. Do not hype me, because then that gives me certain expectations or it could be that people hype it in a way that wasn't meant or intended to be hyped up more like hey you might get some answers in this episode but i don't know i don't know if it met the the expectations of anything that was mind-blowing but maybe there's things that i missed and that's very possible since there's a whole whole lot of things that i typically do that are really for those people who are are good at disassembling puzzles i myself do not work with those mofos okay i don't like puzzles words with friends love that game (laughs) candy crush give it to me puzzles what the fuck is this let us jump into the recap kelso is just doing his job when he sees a box of debris not where it belongs followed by another box that uh moves on its own fuck this shit i'm out Mm-mm. fuck this shit i'm out no thanks don't mind me i'ma just grab my stuff and leave excuse me please fuck this shit i'm out nope fuck this shit i'm out all right then I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. This shit, I'm out. Kelso, my man, we got the same melanin. My reaction should have been your reaction. I don't know what that was, but I'm not about to find out. He's then killed immediately by a piece of debris going through his skull, trying to connect with its other friends. Someone comes looking for him and stares as the lights go out. And this is another person that did not have the appropriate reaction to something weird is happening. But I will give the small caveat. There is already something weird happening. You're around it all the time voluntarily. So I'll allow that curiosity was going to already kill these cats. George and his bolt cutter show up in Virginia to a place that's abandoned with plenty of satellites a place used to transmit news reports to allies in world war ii we learn when finola and brian show up to join them or join him 
she offers him clothes which he declines but she said bruh gross you nasty he accepts them but was more excited to see her laptop that has the ligari files that ferris sent along with other boxes of things that he needs well i guess I, it would be uh what's his name i already forgot his name do with the eyes <laughs> i don't want to say carlos but that's the first thing that popped in my head <laughs> and i feel like i am unconsciously being racist in that moment <laughs> we all have these flaws guys just submit them to yourself <laughs> but i know i'm close Finola is worried he traveled alone seeing as people are after him but he says he's capable of protecting himself listen 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 fuck up fuck up fuck up fuck up get out get out sir you were captured and brought back from the dead seconds away from eating a bullet when we caught up with you what do you mean you can take care of yourself he drove all night to get to virginia yeah that was corny um <laughs> because he finally recalls what influx had him doing mapping the location of all of the debris on the planet it's a debris arms race is what this has effectively turned into they're looking for an exact piece of debris which maddox himself is looking for that's supposed to be this game changer via swarms from the satellites or that the satellites monitor the disturbances in the magnetic field brian is happy he's following along while finola is more concerned with his safety primarily why does maddox want to kill you he suppositions maddox fears what he can't control because that's what governments do i'm like okay but that sounds like some influx rhetoric have you been converted to the other side of mankind you were dead the person we know he died who the fuck are you explain to me explain to me i clearly will never not stop suspecting <laughs> george until i have enough proof otherwise he starts listing off the crimes of society since the dawn of time especially colonizers he brings up the east india company or more the subjugation of india by the british people yeah we watch westworld or for those who have watched westworld um that's why they would want a whole world where they're like oh my god all these brown people are just basically doing anything i want <laughs> waiting on me hand and foot uh y'all should watch a documentary on hbo it's called exterminate the brutes it's a really good documentary if you have time to check it out but we all know the crimes and the actions those who are you know educated about things that have happened in this country so the things he was listing off were just a few just not even a jumping off point governments are made to serve the public interest but everywhere they serve their own interests and people are left to suffer that's the gospel truth he tells her to be wary of the coalition and is rather pleased when she says i trust brian but not orbital I got my eyes on you. brian updates them on the situation at headquarters i got my tall uh grande mocha chocolate serving this week 
I'm going to be real sad when I don't get them servants. He tells them the facility went dark and has been evacuated, though there are several texts unaccounted for. He brought up CCTV and I was like, is that a British thing? When did we start using CCTV? Are we going to start using CCTV? Because we need to talk about that. All right. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to just have cameras all over the fucking place. Or maybe they're just calling it CCTV because they're using it around the facility. I just know that terminology because I watch a lot of British TV because that is my home. It is my soul home. Maddox suppositions it's influx trying to access the debris seeing as it's all connected to each other. They suit up and head in finding several texts just lined up staring at a wall unresponsive. They then find some other texts moving boxes of debris lining them up that are equally uh, unresponsive while the boxes are being sucked into this wormhole of some kind with the casing being left behind they don't know where it's going but it's selecting certain pieces for a reason and going somewhere so they need to figure out why maddox checks on the text while brian is reporting pretty much the same thing he did before Fanola determines there's a gravitational field meaning all the debris is being assembled or contained within this seam is what I believe they call it the rest of the episode and when they try to shut it down using the UN or UO I'm not sure it fails causing the text to go into cardiac arrest when they can't leave however Brian lets them go and follows them back inside they can't zero in on the debris signature as there are several different kinds inside the seam and the U2, UO, I'm just going to call it U2 because <laughs> it's fun. Um, it, it's basically made to get one signature. So Fanola has someone inventory the debris and that someone turned out to be Chin what this uh, seam is actually taking. She then follows Brian to another room where all the texts are lined up, drawn to proximity to the debris. And I thought he said he was going to leave the room locked when those people were in there. Because I was like, if they're locked, how the hell did they get out? Not to say that the debris can't have them logically open a door. That'd be something they could do, but just one of those points in where I'm like, wait a minute. George in Virginia is not having very much luck with the Atana array. Brian checks out the ship and hears a spooky noise. Doesn't investigate and I'm like, good job. <laughs> Fanola learns that debris heading into the scene have manipulation of thermodynamic properties. Others affect botanical gene expression and acoustical distortion yeah i don't know what any of those things mean but i did write them down all those things however don't relate to each other lester suggests getting the rest of the pieces but the debris attacks him makes him a puppet lining him up with the others so the gear is there to help them not be affected by the debris because i did wonder why sometimes they don't wear the special gear and then sometimes they do so i'm guessing when they get up close and personal they're like yeah let me take a few steps back from this debris 
Fanola begins to feel powerless in the face of something bigger than they are. Maybe we don't have any control. Maybe we don't understand. Uh, everything that's currently happening is things that we're not able to control. I think what was missing in this episode was that sense of urgency, that sense of momentum, the, the sense that there was something huge happening. It didn't feel that way. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it was missing the, the musical cues or I'm not sure, but a lot of the, the drama of some of these scenes that made me go like, yeah, I can understand Fanola questioning things, but for her to be the way she was at, like I, my whole entire world just got changed. I don't know. Well, maybe they, finding her daddy did that, but you know, cause it did bring someone back from the dead and she's still probably reeling from that as well. So I, I can see that or I can supposition all that, but I'm not sure if the episode was doing as much to tell me that um what would have been a bigger impact is if she had had this conversation before the tech die <laughs> or after the tech die i should say because another one of them just bleeding out of the fucking sockets or the ears that's some like what the hell is going on and then she did have a lot of i don't understand and that's probably not a position she's used to being in as George is fixing the array, he's spooked by a presence, it seems. Fanola calls him and he tells her the debris uh, that it's choosing isn't random, but a ratio about something harmonic. And that that harmonic exposure is lethal, explaining why the text died. And that the other lives are likely on the line. He kind of got back on my I might trust you side when he says... I agree. I don't know what the fuck is building, but you should probably stop it because it could be catastrophic and suggest reversing the polarity of the U2. It works. Brian's like, oh, good job. I don't know why I watched that four times, but it was so sweet. She picks up a second signature higher than the 311 they already um, saw or stopped from going in at 467 and realize something is happening beneath them. They go to investigate and find a weapons lab as there are schematics on the wall for a bomb. Orbital is trying to weaponize the debris and Brian is not shocked knowing it was going to go there eventually. And quite frankly, Fanola, you shouldn't have been either. <laughs> I don't know why you thought. Like, come on. <laughs> I love my country, but I ain't ignorant to the fact that it likes to throw out they dick. Okay? And you best believe that means having the best weapon. I mean, they're obsessed with the shit um they can't even get ak-47s off the fucking street because you know we're not doing guerrilla warfare out here but if the day should come they want to be annie the fuck up <laughs> so i don't know why you would ever be surprised that the government would be like yeah i got all these pieces in here i'm just keeping them here for science 
they find the debris stuck in the ceiling and think this may have triggered the event happening upstairs and consider maddox simply used influx as a scapegoat i find it hard to believe that maddox would simply leave this information unguarded in some capacity any capacity knowing finola is running around at least or that someone would stumble upon it in the same way finola was talking to her dad on the speakerphone it's like eh, do we want to take these risks do th- these are not realistic organic real I, I get evacuating the building this would have worked better if maddox wasn't there and considering what he brought to this episode he didn't need to be and that would have been an easy fix for this um furthermore she's horrified to learn that they are using her father's work to build said weapons oh hell no i will say very surprisingly she confronts maddox i would think she would keep that i mean i don't know uh, that even with brian not there with her I, I just didn't while i understand you being upset and you being like yeah i found your little secret but it's not a secret so you have to t-. i don't know it, it just i felt as if you gave more to him regarding how you're going to react in the future because you know that this man wants to heal your father any thought that you might be compromised around the idea i just i'm not sure and even maddox reaction to all of this like i expected him to be like i get what you're upset about but this is done your business <laughs> I, like he was being way more diplomatic with it than i would expect from him or from anyone in that position mind you because this is not someone he really wants there it's someone that he i feel as if he was kind of forced into part of the deal of taking orbital orbital um so she says i can't believe that you would do this um that you would be weaponizing he makes the typical excuses the same old rhetoric well if we don't do it someone else will and everyone else is doing it and yeah i'm sorry this is personal for you he points out that your father is a tool useful in the right hands dangerous in the wrong hands and that's why we have to locate him but a he's not a fucking tool and as she points out my father killed himself when he found out what you were doing and i'm actually rather surprised that he told her yeah your father found out giving her motive to not want to work with you in any capacity or maybe he just feels he's about to get what he wants so it doesn't matter i'm just not i was very this felt odd to me based on all things i knew previously and maybe i'm the only one that felt that um he said he did not start anything as of yet i'm michael jordan stop it get some help i find that very hard to believe maybe not downstairs in that particular lab but i just find we watched you extract images via some type of torture so that would be weaponizing the debris for something oh but it's not a wet yeah no invading someone's mind you know i i I get it we gotta do what we gotta do the rules and all that shit but 
moralistically um, inserting some, something in someone's skull. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm conflicted. Another tech dies. Um, was this the second or third tech? I'm not sure. They stop all the techs from destroying more of the UN. Oh, it's called the UN because I wrote it down. <laughs> machine stopping the debris from completing what it was doing in the seam they are able to get them back they are able to determine the harmonic lagari is causing their cells to explode so that's nice spinal fluid ending up in your cranial it's a it's a violent death brian sees marisol and accepts the hand that she was trying to give him before she died last episode i trusted you more marisol when you were not building something so i was kind of like uh do we want to take her hand now do we want to oh he's taking it he then talks to finola telling her with great zeal i might add i mean he came up to her with his eyeballs so freaking popped out of his skull in the glow of faith i am so high i can hear ever he tells her the nacho nacho libre you've not seen that movie <laughs> it's the best thing ever <laughs> it's my favorite jack black movie and i do not love jack black um i got distracted because we did get the word nacho in this episode <laughs> so i wanted to use it instead of constantly saying debris but the nachos told him it was trying to understand his need to protect people last episode and because that is something that a human would do when you're trying to understand something you don't he realizes that the debris is good and if we don't let it do its thing more people are going to die she points out this is very much not like you brian and he points out your fear is very much unlike you you taught me that the debris came here for a purpose and to benefit mankind i need you to believe meanwhile anson in another odd scene claims to be sick he didn't even try to pretend he had symptoms he didn't get the shakes we <laughs> he's just like guard i'm sick but because i'm guessing they tortured him in a manner that may possibly cause someone to go to the infirmary i guess i'll go with it but it's enough to get the x-ray to reveal to the rest of the audience that he got shards or nachos everywhere everywhere yeah that's 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 some cancer right there but um he then kills the guard and uses the doctor to get where he needs to be which is at a defibrillator shocks himself which causes him to end up atop a car somewhere why that lady watching a man come out of thin air and just stare as he did a whole panther like stretch got tattoos on his body was you trying to get them digits or did you not feel as if your life was in danger he asked for her keys so i'm gonna guess he didn't kill her the debris along with the piece downstairs go into the scene and create a ball of light everybody been looking for this ball of light 
this ball of light just created itself i must point out once again it's odd maddox would just allow them to do what they thought was best <laughs> like just go ahead and let them do it I-, I would think that he would at least have a moment of no we shouldn't let the debris just do whatever he wants to do maybe we should try to find other alternatives especially after one of our own just had a out-of-body experience considering what happened last week i'm you know no one else had any concerns everyone's like yes sir he just got they got authority and people just do what they tell them to do but someone should be like well because that would be realistic (laughs) even if they're not listening to just throw it out there the ball of light then goes outside of the building to chill for a minute and be gawked at before flying away and i really did throw my hands up at this moment because i was like well shit (laughs) what did that accomplish i wanted to look at brian and be like so what's the additional answers to why that needed to happen because now it's gone and i may and may not feel as if there's egg on my face Fanola called George, who's once again in. <laughs> How you get that much aluminum foil on you? There's just that not that much in a pack. You gotta buy that shit in bulk. You went to Costco. He went to a Costco and got whole all that aluminum foil. Um, he still ain't changed his clothes. Fanola calls him and updates him on current events. She says it was the most beautiful thing ever. I'm like, that's great. What's it doing? Cause a lot of people don't want to die tomorrow because you guys were like let's just find out let's just find out what he's trying to do um he then says that he located the debris that everyone is after that's pretty much going to be the finale (laughs) we're all meeting up for a showdown maddox gets a call from the russian that she has it which must be the signal because he says it's coming from virginia where he just happens to be and um the signal is possibly this piece of debris that the russian has or possibly something else maybe but then anson still bare-chested meets up with a maddox um look-alike but uglier and reports from otto that george found the debris so influx clearly is tracking him in some fashion that is not being deterred at all by that aluminum maybe the debris inside of him i would think that's a, a very obvious one like if you guys can track signatures why would they not know or track the one that's in his fucking skull keeping him alive i'm not sure if i'm down with brian's newfound optimism uh he became a true believer uncomfortably quick for me to be thoroughly on board with this i am thoroughly excited for what happens next week i wish it was two hours long because i feel as if there's so many questions that are not answered um but hopefully we get closer and not further away from some type of conclusion of at least these last 13 episodes i've chattered on enough time to jump into the mailbag
Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to talk about this penultimate episode of Debris, episode 12. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, as much as this this episode had me engaged and, like, just so fascinated with what was going on, I was also confused as hell. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? What are they doing? Why is this happening? What's going on with those people? How are they going <laughs> to... So, uh, yes... So on one hand, it had me at this jump, but on the other hand, I spent most of it just shaking my head and scratching my head and not knowing what the hell's happening. But I mean, that's okay. You know, a lot of sciencey stuff was being thrown out there and I was very, very challenged to keep up (laughs) with what was happening. But we'll start out with, you know, the... um, Brian, Panola, and George, they make it to whatever the destination where these antennas that George had to make it to, which we find out is to locate this specific debris, which is apparently very important and going to serve a huge role in some aspect because, yeah, everybody seems to be honing in on this one particular uh, piece. So, but I did like George's speech to Fanola about the government because that is so true. That is so true. They love to control things. I mean, that's, you know, and he gave me so many examples, and that's just the scratching the surface of the examples of how they've done so throughout the um, centuries. And then you have, you know, they say, like he said, the government was created to serve the public interest. But that's not what they do. We see it now. We've seen it forever. They serve their own purpose. They have their own agenda. We vote these people then, these senators, mayors, congressmen, presidents, whomever. We vote these people in because they say they're going to do X, Y, and Z. And we're hoping that they do that. And nine times out of ten, they either do it half-assed or they don't do it at all or roadblocks, well, they, it's just not there, they're not there to do a lot of, I mean, I don't have to say a lot of the time, but quite a few times, quite a bit, and so, that, I love that speech, because it was so true, it resonated with me completely, and so, we have them going, being called back by Tom, and yes, Christina, I totally agree, Tom is a hottie, uh, I love seeing him on my screen, and, they're trying to figure out what the heck's going on with these debris being activated. At first, I thought it was due to um, what Maddox had done, like the previous episode, because he had taken apart a, a something from the warehouse, but it had nothing to do with that. So, and this is where I was just trying to keep up because I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on. They got this pocket dimension that's sucking up debris parts and of course they couldn't even figure out for a while (laughs) so they were trying to figure out and I was right along with them like what did this all mean what's happening why what's going on and so it forms finally this ball of light which I still don't get whether that I still don't know what that all means so if you did then please give me your knowledge because I'm still like what was that 
Um, of course, when Brian saw Muriel, I was like, oh shit, there's something bad's about to happen. And when he reached out to, when she reached out to, t- reach out to touch him and he reciprocated, I was like, no, Brian, don't do it. Cause I just felt that he was going to go into one of those zombie-like states like the other ones. Um, but no, that was, um, a tie into him finding out what he was trying to find out the last episode which I thought was great and I love that scene between him and Fanola when he was the one to encourage her to believing to having the faith again and he was just all smiles and just that's what I'm like that's what I thought like this can't be something's about to happen because this this is not our typical Brian and even she said that like this isn't you and he's like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, like, weirded out. I just felt something was going to happen. Because I'm like, they did something to Ryan. Something weird's going to happen. But that turned out fine. I mean, he just, through her, Muriel's touch, the debris revealed to him what they wanted. And they were, like, just like they talked about before, they're studying, the debris is studying them just as, they're studying the debris and so them wanting the debris wanting to find out you know or interested in the, the fact that he like that's just he likes to protect people and that's the thing with him and that was interesting but yeah of course the the I forget the influx guy that was in prison we all knew he was gonna um break out of that mug and so he did it in the most bizarre way i was like what is he doing with that defibrillator (laughs) but that was cool and i definitely wouldn't have been that woman just standing there looking at them i'm 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 out peace deuces i don't care uh but you know it is what it is she she stood there looking i guess shell-shocked that somebody materialized out of nowhere um and then he meets up with I wonder what was, oh yeah, was that part of, whatever was in his system, was that in his body, was that supposed to help him to disappear with the defibrillator, I don't know, there was so many things happening in this episode that I'm, (laughs) that I'm not quite clear on, that I just go, I just went with it, and of course, then there's, I'm talking about Otto said that George found the debris, so, once again, is George in cahoots with Influx? And did he die? Did he kill himself knowing that Influx was going to go get him and bring him back to life? I don't know. It's like, just when I'm thinking that I know what's going on with George, they throw a monkey wrench in the plan. So I don't know what's going on with George anymore. I don't know whose side. I know he's on an orbital side. I know that much. But... I'm just, I just feel like there's more to it than I originally thought. And then I'm wondering whatever happened to Garcia. We just saw him that one episode. I thought he would play a more pivotal role in what's going on. But that was it. They just went to his house and then they went off to that, to solve that one debris issue. So I'm not quite sure.
because that couldn't even hold my interest that first season. I watched like four or five episodes before I lost interest. And this one's got me from jump and I'm just still thoroughly enjoying it and looking forward to season two. So please, please, please let this be a show that gets picked up um, for season two. Um, But yes, very much enjoyed this season and don't know what's going to happen in this finale, but we'll see. Um, We know that everyone's going to be converging on this debris and finding out what this debris does because it potentially does something amazing that everyone's trying to get their hands on. Everybody's trying to weaponize this debris for their own reasons, so we'll see. So that's all I got on this one. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't have too much more to say because I really don't understand a lot of what was going on. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and black or magic. Queen of the couch, Shy. That was Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Now, um, you may hear my fan in the background because it's really hot and I'm not turning it off. I will say, girl, change your phone. Get get it. Get get a new phone, <laughs> or or you're using Bluetooth, one or the other, because um, you did break up a little bit. I've only seen this happen twice though, so I think either you're talking on Bluetooth and you may like think you're talking into the mic and you're not. That's probably exactly what's happening because my dad does that all the time. He'd be walking around with that Bluetooth. He'd never take that shit off with his long socks. Um. <laughs> dress shoes on with some shorts like where the fuck you going <laughs> oh he got a jesus piece that's like silver weighs like five pounds i'm like why <laughs> oh black man crack me up i love but god damn <laughs> oh anyhow um so I did get most of your feedback, though. Uh, as far as being confused, I have no answers for you. <laughs> I have none. I, I don't know what that ball of light is. You're, you're just at a loss as me. You didn't miss anything. Um, we just don't have the answers to these questions right now. And unfortunately, the show is at its, <laughs> at its peak and we're not getting those answers, which is a little frustrating. Um... There have been a few that said the second half is better than the first half. I thought the first half was better than the second. I mean, it's been great all all through it. I mean, I don't think I've rated a, a episode lower than an 8. I don't believe. So, I mean, this has been a, a rather B plus A series in my book. Because you needed that character development and the sm- slow burn of it all to try to get to this other side. And this other side's a whole lot of, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And thus, <laughs> maybe people just like not knowing and just uh, like to do the the um, the theorizing for days on end or for weeks on end. I'm not the hugest theorizer, I will say. Um, but I do love what they're doing as far as building the mystery and the character development. It's all been rather, um, great up until this point. I I had a few issues with this episode, but, uh, like what you said as well about, you know, 
government officials they try some really try they just can't succeed some don't try at all i mean i think that it's very fair to say that governments are and then what our interests are are we always say it's always a flip coin too right because i'm sure there are things that we don't know and and we're conflicted on making those decisions about and there's people that we elected that we are trusting to to make those good decisions and maybe in some things they truly do fail and some things they probably succeed more than we would like to admit to succeeding (laughs) um so interesting conversation that they are bringing up in the show you know being a little bit more relevant and not uh you know kind of dodging the issues of the day and they're not doing it so in your face either they're not preachy about it it's just stating the facts so um i'm with you that i hope it gets renewed Uh, i don't think we're gonna know until after the premiere and probably or the finale and then probably a few weeks after that to be quite frank but i think that they're they're looking at the data they're clearly looking at more of the data not just the live viewings to see if it it warrants it Uh, but we we keep our fingers crossed no i mean i know another show that did not get renewed on another network i'm only laughing because this is seeing some of my timeline go by and they're like what the fuck (laughs) so i i I don't want to be in that place yet i still have hope and that wraps up our feedback for tonight hopefully our queen can come back for the finale mimi i reached out but i think she's sleeping (laughs) so i'm not about to to prog her for for feedback because i definitely always say if you want to and she didn't reach out to me so if she doesn't reach out to me i'll i'll throw a a test drive for like five minutes and then and then that's it (laughs) because i do not want to feel like i am pestering because i do not want that wrath coming on me um if you want to join the conversation or the finale i should say blackrocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease blacker magic